Hello, welcome. Back to Forgotten Heroes with your hosts, Zach and Chris. Hello. Pleasure to be here again. Hi, Chris. How you doing? Oh, you know, working through a sinus infection, but I'm excited to talk about comic book characters today. And everything else other than that is pretty good, actually. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, it's comic books. It's keeping a lot of us sane. Oh, yeah. That and the new Miles Morales game. I gotta say, that is definitely keeping me sane. Yeah. There's a lot of mixed reviews on that because of its length and whatever and it's whatever. But I've never really listened to critics. I'm like, I'll get my opinion from people that I trust or yeah. play, playing it myself. Like exactly. Critics, critics. Honestly, I love it. It's great. Yeah. Like this character we're going to talk about. There's a lot of critics for this. So first and foremost, we'll start this off the way I try to start them off now. We're going to talk about comic books. The multiverse is most likely going to be in play. If you don't know what the multiverse is, it's a theoretical, you know, it's a theory that for every action, there's a universe where you took the opposite. That's going a little broad. But for comic books, it's just different Earths that have different versions of these people, these characters, heroes, villains, whatever. Marvel, who we're not really going to talk about this that much today, they have an infinite amount of Earths. So Earths where literally anything can happen and they give them big, crazy numbers. DC, who we are going to talk about, tried to limit them to 52. And I said tried because it's comic books. They're like, we're going to fix our mess. We're not going to have a multiverse that's big. Well, you still did another thing that made it just as big. So anyway... Yeah. With that, we're going to talk about some characters that break the laws of physics left, right, up, and down. Yep, and it's good to keep in mind the multiverse for what we're going to talk about today because it's thrown around like a monkey wrench when it has to do with this character. So yeah. it's it's a it's a good foundation, even though everything you know about it kind of goes out the window a little bit. Yep, we're going to talk about the Flash. I'm going to start this off by saying most of the characters we talk about had, had take place... I want to say, this is going to sound really weird, three and a half of them take place on War and Iron. <laughs> and I say half because we're going to talk about why one of them is technically a half later. Two and a half of them take place on different Earths. Mm-hmm. So, first we're going to talk about the one that most people know. If you've watched the CW show, if you've watched the Justice League movie, you know, Ezra Miller, Grant Gustin, Barry Allen. Yep. Okay, so Barry Allen is actually, which a lot of people don't realize this now. Because he's the one that you think of. He's the second Flash of DC. Mm-hmm. But he was the first one to be cut with the Speed Force. So why he was the second is because DC had a bit... Their first comics were kind of like all fantasy. You know, when we talked about Green Lantern, I think we talked a little bit about Alan Scott briefly. His was more in the mysticism. The Flash before Barry didn't really have a whole lot of science behind it. Barry had the science. So he was struck by lightning, falling into a bunch of chemicals, and that made a connection to this extra plane, this extra dimensional plane of existence of just basically energy that goes throughout the multiverse that like protects it. It's like a wall around the multiverse, basically. But with this with this connection, Barry Allen, the Flash, can bend physics. And by bend physics, I mean, you know, I'm, he moves his molecules so fast he can phase through a wall. You know, he moves his molecules so fast he can run on clouds. I think I, there's, I, there's actually like a comic where um, it, it's an older one with Barry Allen where he's stuck on a plane that's about to crash to a bridge. And so he uses the speed force to vibrate sort of the atoms of the plane. And the people in the plane and all the matter in the plane, including himself, so that, you know, the atoms are moving sporadically enough so it passes through the bridge without issue. And so yes. a lot of the times he can, like, manipulate things to 
have less of an effect or more of an effect or some sort of opposite effect. Yeah, he, sort of like, yeah. Yeah, Barry has been able to – he can take other people's speed, though he tries not to. And by your own speed, I mean, like, it's just the way that your molecules move. He can take them away so you kind of slow down for a bit. We're going to get into a little bit of that because somebody's very important with that. So – and Barry – and he can time travel. He usually needs – he's been able to do it with and without a, a treadmill that allows him to go fast enough. He's been able to do yeah. it just by running around the world. And everyone knows the infamous – a lot of people know the infamous Flash Superman race. Yeah. Fun fact about that, that was for charity, and there was a comic when Barry came back to life, and now I'm sure a lot of you are like, wait, he came back to life? Yes, he came back to life, and he was racing Superman because of Speed Force reasons. Yeah. And Superman said, Barry, I can keep up with you, and then he went, Clark, I those races, that was for charity, and as he said that, he just vanished beyond the horizon. We were like, oh, they're they must be equal. No, no, Barry is faster by miles. By a lot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barry did die. He died in what is referred to as Crisis on Infinite Earths. If you watch the CW show, that was this. That was the whole crossover between all the shows. Um, that made references to other shows. Uh, the Crisis on Infinite Earths was the first crisis DC did because earlier in their career, it's so many books. You had, like, Earth 2 crossing over with Earth 1, but people didn't know which one was which because they some of them had similar characters and it was confusing. So they said, let's just get rid of it all, wipe it away, we're going to fix our mess, we're going to have one Earth. Yep. They fixed it, but not really because timelines were confusing still. So anyway, I very second... Yeah, no, I was, I was going to say that they get even more confusing when sort of... Uh... You take into account sort of I, – I, I won't go off on a tangent here. I just want to mention this a little bit sort of with Barry's speed and stuff like that when you talk about sort of Flashpoint and stuff like that. And so a lot of the times, you know, if things get really, really messed up, if Barry's still around, people sort of look at him to like hit the reset button essentially. And so the Flashpoint is Barry, you know, utilizes the speed. I don't totally understand it myself. Maybe you can explain it better, Zach. But yeah, like I can Flashpoint is sort of like – the way that I understand it, it's essentially just like a reset button on sort of that earth and sort of like alternating the reality and stuff like that. So there was a recent Justice League movie um, where Barry had to do it once again because Darkseed takes, you know, Dark a good but dark side, excuse me, seed side, you know. <laughs> Thanos, it spells, Thanos, yeah, it's spelled, <laughs> it's spelled to look like seed, but it's really side. Dark side, yeah. Um, but essentially a lot of members of the Justice League get – uh, sort of mechanized and corrupted by dark side and so or straight up dead it, yeah or straight up killed a lot of them do die and uh at the end of it barry sort of creates another flashpoint to create another um alternate earth or another alternate reality as i understand it so he sort of has that ability um due to the speed force as well so the speed force is a very sort of fluid physics concept physics and science concept where barry can manipulate it and you know a lot of the times change matter and reality and things of that nature. Yeah, you're right. The crisis, Barry died. And now he was dead for 20 years. And by 20 years, I don't mean in comics. I meant real life 20 years. He was dead. And then they brought him back to life, which had his own, you know, can of worms and with that. You know, and you're right. He made the flashpoint. So the flashpoint, he went back in time to save his own mother's death from his, his nemesis, who I will explain about all that. Oh, yeah. So when he did that, he inadvertently created an alternate timeline that should not have existed 
he made an alternate he kind of made an alternate earth but not really it was just an alternate timeline so that was where like bruce wayne was shot and not his parents clark never landed in smallville for whatever reason Aquaman, the Atlanteans and the Amazons were at war and humanity was stuck in the middle. Like, they had so many changes. Like, they, there was no Justice League. Hal Jordan was not Green Lantern. Bunch of stuff. So he went to fix that. But when he did it, he wiped away that timeline. And also, due to shenanigans from, at first it was this character Pandora. And they changed it that it wasn't Pandora. It was Dr. Manhattan from... The Watchmen series, yeah. which, yes, is an alternate Earth in the DC multiverse. He messed with it. He They took away 10 years from everybody. He took away some, like, basically 10 years of the pre-52. And by pre-52, that's referring to every comic before 2011. Because everything afterwards, up until, I want to say 2000, 2017... It was all. It was called the New Fifty Two. It was like, all right, we're mm-hmm. gonna fix all our problems. Everything, which they didn't. They made new ones, but whatever. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what happens when you create alternate timelines. <laughs> yeah. So that wiped away the previous timeline and of the Flashpoint and everything that was before that. And then Barry, and Barry was really the only one. Barry and Doctor Manhattan and some yeah. people who were saved by the Speed Force. We will get into those people. They're the only ones who remembered. They're like, this isn't right. This isn't how it's supposed to be. And, and it didn't just wipe, change the whole universe. It changed the multiverse. Like, yeah. everything changed. Yeah. Because, like, some other Earths changed too. And it's like, oh, okay, this is happening. So Barry, Barry's very important. He's an integral part to, he's so integral that the Speed Force wasn't created until he became the Flash, but it exists throughout time and space. Yep. So other people have interacted with it, but it technically doesn't exist until Barry happens, which yeah. makes no sense, but whatever. Yeah. Bit of a mind-boggling concept as is. <laughs> right. And Barry's, Barry's usually very important with Justice League. Fun fact, he was also the god of death when he was bonded to the Black Racer oh, yeah. by the Anti-Monitor to kill Darkseid. That's a sentence. I understand it. And I'm sure a lot of you are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Most of you know Darkseid. Not a lot of people know who the Anti-Monitor is. He's the one who actually was the reason for the crisis. He destroyed a lot of universes. Basically, he had a beef with Darkseid, and he's like, well, Justice League's here. I'm going to take the, the God of Death, merge it with Black Flash, with, merge it with Flash. He is now my racer. He listens to me. Go kill Darkseid. Uh, yeah. yep. so that's fixed. Barry's Barry. But he still has a lot of crazy adventures, especially with Speed Force. You know, he he has the Speed Force. He doesn't have it. Whatever. It goes back and forth. Once again, very fluid concept. Can't emphasize that enough. Yeah. Fluid to the point that it's just like, what are physics? Eh. Yeah, just exactly. Run, run fast enough, you'll just, break it. Yeah, just do it quick enough and you're good, basically. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's a very funny line in the Injustice 2 um, video game. I forget which other character he's fighting. He, if you pick them and then they're going to fight their little banner at the beginning one of them goes do you understand the laws of physics and barry goes i mean i've broken most of them so yeah <laughs> yeah he i'm like has to <laughs> i'm like yeah it makes sense it's just listen i understand physics because i break it yeah like comes with that innate understanding and i think the reason that the speed force didn't really become prevalent until barry is because of his involvement in science and stuff like that well, you know he's, yeah, a pretty, he's a pretty he's a very smart dude and so yeah. i think it sort of makes sense to pair that with him just like based on his intellect and all that 
Right, but even then, like apparently, the the Speed Force is basically is buried to the point. I think he was in it at one point, and he just saw his history, and he's like, yeah. "What?" And yeah. then somebody who was bit, who was stuck there since World War II was like, "Yeah, I know all about you, Barry. Yeah, like, this, you are the you are the Speed Force didn't happen until you. Yeah, but it has always been around. Type right, but <laughs> but it, meanwhile, it'll interact with things from like Jurassic period and World War II and the late in the you know end of time itself. Yeah. So, mention, you remember how I mentioned about the nemesis that killed his mom? Uh, yeah. Yo. That would be... <laughs> you already know. Reverse Flash. Eobard Thawne. Now, a lot of people might be confused in that, you know, especially if you've seen the Flash TV show. He is has the reverse Flash. You know, Barry's got a white, yellow lightning bolt and a red suit. Eobard Thawne has a red lightning bolt and... Yellow suit to the point that even his lightning is red. Yeah. He's complete opposite. But what he really so Eobard Thawne is from the 25th century. Now a lot of you're like, how did 25th century Barry takes place in like the 21st? Yes. Mm-hmm. Eobard Thawne worked in the Flash Museum. He was obsessed with Flash. He was like super fanboy. He wanted to be like the Flash. He actually found the Flash's suit in a time capsule, which kind of gave him, a, had a residual energy of the Speed Force in it, so it kind of gave him his powers. Not super to the extent of Barry, and he was like, Barry, you know, I want to be your sidekick. When Barry came to the 25th century, and Barry's like, sure, let me explain to you, you know, how to be a hero, blah, blah, blah. Then he goes back in time and he sees Barry at his nephew's graduation and gives him the same advice. <laughs> For some reason that tips off Earbard, I don't understand it, whatever, yeah. but it, it tips him over the edge, and he's like, alright, no. Like, I'm going to be, all right, if I can't be your partner, I'm going to be your greatest villain. So he created the negative speed force. Yep. Which breaks physics in roughly the same way, but also can harm those with the speed force. Yep. So, so once again, muddling an already very fluid concept, adding on more to it. As the speed force expands, the negative the negative speed force will eat away at it. Now, Eobarton has had his origins changed, as many do throughout the years, but he knows them. He knows his origins have changed. Mm-hmm. He knows that they've changed. He understands them, and he not that he remembers them, but he knows that they've changed. Because one origin had it that he he when he learned he was supposed to be the Flash's greatest villain, it broke him psych- it broke him mentally. So then he just you know was like, all right, well I'm just gonna fall into this. Yeah. But it's changed throughout the years. So much, and he is so, like, you think Barry Allen is broken. And, like, he's an OP character. No. Eobard is. Because yeah. he exists outside of time. I don't understand how that works. No, let me explain. Oh, boy. All right. Eobard Thawne has been both alive and dead at the same time. By that, I mean, I believe it was the 70s, he threatened Barry's wife. It wasn't Iris at the time. Mm-hmm. It was somebody else. I forget what happened. Barry ac- accidentally snapped his neck, killed him, right? So he buried him. Then he fights him later, but for some reason, that one later doesn't remember that. He doesn't remember the neck snapping. Mm-hmm. And, and then over the years, he's, he's fought him. There was a time, and it was the Blackest Night event, which is a Green Lantern related, where death well, came for the universe. It's like, I'm just going to use you know the dead as my army. I want everything to go back to the void. I want there to be nothing. It's a very general explanation of what that event is. Eobard Thawne was in prison at that time, but he also was risen from the dead. But it was the one that got his neck snapped. Yep. 
And that was the same one that got brought back to life and then vanished to go back into the time stream to, you know, fulfill this cycle of whatever. So basically, Barry can fight an Ebard Thawne that remembers certain things and then fight one that doesn't. Or yeah. fight one that remembers things that haven't even happened yet. So it's completely different iterations of the same guy. It's sort of a yeah, good way all... to, like, uh, sort of, like, canonize the fact that he exists outside of time and space as to, like, you think of the Speed Force itself as sort of, like, somewhat of a barrier or sort of, like, foundation or structure to the multiverse. And then you factor in the negative Speed Force, so if there's barrier and structure, the negative has to therefore be the opposite. And sort of that provides sort of the grounding for where Eobard Thawne sort of just, like, exists within the universe. When he picks up the negative Speed Force, I mean, that's when he gets access to it. Right. So, so Eobard Thawne he can't die to the point that even with even during Flashpoint where he should not have existed because Barry didn't exist, he was still there because he's the one who killed Barry's mom when he was a kid. So Ibarton is like, I'm going to be your great. I'm going to be such an integral part of your life that he would at some point in his in his own history. He went back in time, killed Barry's mom, broke his arm, like pushed him down the stairs at one point when he was younger, like a bunch of stuff. He did yeah. so many things to just be like, I was there the entire time and you had no idea. And I'm the reason for a lot of this stuff. Yep. He's so, very much the, like the epitome of the recurring psycho villain. <laughs> yeah. And, but it's like, you know, a lot of times I'm like, sometimes I get a headache with, with the flash, but then you try, you, people ask me about the reverse flash. I'm like, oh, that's an even bigger headache. Yeah. Because he exists all at the same time and yet not a, none, none of the time. Like, it makes no sense. Yep, and so this is sort of the problem with the Speed Force and stuff like that when you factor into it. You know, if you're going to provide something that's a foundation for a multiverse that has a lot of pull. And so if you create an opposite version of that, it creates, once again, even a bigger headache. So yep. we're, we're going to explain this as best as we can, but uh, our best is probably not enough. Just because no. it's so it's so convoluted and crossed in so many ways that yeah it, it's yeah even even if you're an avid reader it's difficult to understand just because you know it's something that the foundation of it is to break the laws of physics so therefore it continuously boggles the reader's understanding and things like that but at yeah, the same time it's still very interesting to read about yeah <laughs> they make, they and make it, it good yeah it can sometimes <laughs> yeah so, that can be said about a lot of comics to be honest. So, True. Right. And every Flash has a reverse Flash. They're not all Eobard Thawne, but they all have like an opposite. Like the next Flash we're going to talk about, the third one, Wally West. Now, if you've ever seen the Justice League TV show, that this is this is that Flash. That guy is Wally West. It's not Barry Allen, it's Wally, because at the time in the comics, Barry was still dead and Wally had taken up the mantle. Yep. Now, I, we kind of already explained a little bit that Barry is fast but wally is fast i mean he is he is the fastest of the flashes like he entered the speed force just by running he just Just nothing special just went in there yep he's so fast he actually beat these space gamblers i don't know how else to describe them yeah he beat them in a race but those guys could teleport instantly and he beat them to another planet. Like, I don't... How do you how do you beat instant teleportation? Yep. So once again, they have the raise to Annie because they're assigning a new mantle. Further convolutes it, but also makes it very cool. Wally is yeah. a very awesome Flash. Yeah, like, he is bonded with... Like, Barry 
is connected to the Flash, but Wally has like become it. He's bonded to it almost. Like he's held the power of the Speed Force in him before. Yeah. Barry is the creator and Wally is the guy whose name just like fits, essentially. He's the guy who puts his name on top of everything, even though Barry is like, oh, there's this thing I found. So, and Wally's just like, hey, works for me a lot better than it does for you type thing. You know? Yep. So that's very much just sort of, that, that's kind of the best way to describe it. You know, it's yes. like a millionaire who put his name on the patent, even though yeah. the editor was pretty well in tune with it. You know, <laughs> that's basically yep. what that is. I, that's a good comparison. So I also need to clarify something, especially if you're going to go, if anyone's going to go read comics right now, there are two Wally Wests. Oh yeah. That's a good clarifier. Yes. So the set, the one that, the one that I'm, we're talking about, a lot of people will refer to as redhead Wally because he is, well, he's a redhead, but also he's from before new 52. Okay. So now a lot of you are like, how do you, but that was supposed to reset everything. How do you survive that? You survive it when you go into the Speed Force. Yep. There it is. He was. He was in the Speed Force. He knew somebody messed with the with with everything. Somebody did it. I don't know who. We know it's Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. And he survived it. He was stuck in the Speed Force, and he was trying to get out. But the only way to get out is for people to remember him. Nobody remembered him. Yeah. Up until Barry. Barry just started to remember him, and he pulled him into the timeline. His own kind of memories were sort of being changed a little bit i think he fixed it his aunt iris you know iris west he remember she remembered him at some point the second wally which is now referred to as wallace is the new 52 wally west which is the one that is the wally west that from the, the cw tv show takes reference from not that he's the brother of iris but he is the nephew of iris and the son of I believe we talked about it in episode three of Daniel West, that reverse flash. But he didn't know that he was his son. His father was like, no, I'm not his father. Uh, I'm his uncle. Just whatever. Yep. But so, but that's Wallace. The, what, the one we're talking about is Wally. Currently, Wally is <laughs> God <laughs> bonded. He has the power of Dr. Manhattan and is bonded to the chair of Metron. He has literal god powers right now. And it's like, like, how much OP do you need to be? You can already beat Barry in a race. Like, you're already stronger than Barry when it comes to being the Flash. Now you have god powers? Like, what do you need for? <laughs> yeah, it's a confusing mess. And once again, it goes to the foundation of the Speed Force. You know, they have to keep upping the ante and making it more powerful. So therefore, it just, once again, gets yeah. very, very convoluted. But at the same time, it doesn't, I don't, in in my mind, even though it's confusing, uh, it's it's still entertaining. You know, I keep talking oh, about yeah. how convoluted the Speed Force is, and I, I don't want people to get it twisted that, like, I hate it. I don't. I think it's a very interesting approach to a character that they created, and I think they did the best they could <laughs> with sort of, like, the ideas that they came up with as far as, like, justifying this. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, it, it's, it goes off the rails. A lot. <laughs> yeah, so if you're ever going to go read anything Flash, just put put your thoughts of physics and reality aside, because those are not going to come into play. Yeah, and it's not going to help you. <laughs> it's not going to help you. No, it's going to give you At a bigger all. headache. <laughs> yeah. So now we're going to take a step back. We're going to go from the second and the third to the first Flash, Jay Garrick. This is the one that a lot of people, if you've ever seen him, he wears like a like a World War II hat with, with wings on it, kind of looks like... Hermes, the Greek messenger god. 
Ooh, it looks yeah. like a hat like he would wear. But at his first, when he was first created, he wasn't powered by the speech force. I believe it was hard water fumes. I'm not sure exactly what their reasoning for it was. But when he was in a, after Crisis, they changed it. That it was like, yeah, well, you have your powers from that. But now that you're connected to the speed force, you're even faster. So he's from the, the 40s era. He was a, he was part of the Justice Society of America. He was from Earth 2, which was pre-Crisis. Again, pre-Crisis, whenever you're referring to anything pre-Crisis, it's before Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yep. So he's from that era. He's still part of the Justice Society, which but now it took place in World War II of Earth Prime, Earth Zero. But at first, he, you know, New 52 had their own Earth 2, had their own Jay Garrick, had a different person who was powered by Mercury, the god of the, mess- the Ro- Greco-Roman messenger god. But the one that most people like, and I can tell you people were not happy when they had a different Jay Garrick that was not this Jay Garrick. He was put, like Wally, he was pulled out of the to- out of time but by Dr. Manhattan. Like the whole Justice Society also was like it didn't exist, but also it kind of did. But I'm just not gonna. I don't know. Yeah. Like, once again, going into that, we're gonna somehow make this episode more confusing. <laughs> you're right. Like what Doctor Manhattan did, it's kind of like they're like, all right, so he kind of wrote out the Justice Society, but people don't like that, so we're kind of write it in, and like for some reason, it was just blocked from history. I don't know. There's some hyper time, everything happening at the same time, but also not shenanigans bear with us yeah <laughs> please yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and jay garrick is the one that he's got like a lightning bolt that goes from around from his waist up and he's got the hat he's kind of he's usually like an older gentleman because mm-hmm. it's like hey he's from world war Two, roughly not even world war Two, like you know, maybe a bit later he's he's usually an old an old uh gentleman he's a he mentor yeah, he pops up every now and again. Sometimes he looks younger than he really should, but whatever. Yeah, well, Speed Force. Right, exactly. He's a mentor <laughs> of a lot of flashes. Mm-hmm. Um, he's usually like, like even like Barry is usually like a hopeful person, but even when he doesn't feel hope, Jay's there to be like, listen, Barry, like you got this, man. Yeah. Jay Garrick is is a very important Flash. He's not super duper important, but I'd say he's very important in the history. He's part like he's a being a member of the Flash family is no small feat. Mm-hmm. So, do you have anything you want to say about Jay Garrick? Well, honestly, th- this is kind of more of a learning episode for me. I don't know too much about the Flash. I know I know more so about his villains. Jay himself is just sort of he's a nice foundation, you know, yeah. for like what it is. He is sort of like the, the equation in the Flash family that brings it back down to earth. You know, he's kind of the OG. He's a little bit easier to understand, and he takes very much, like you said, like a fathering and a mentor role and. Right. You know, not nearly as powerful as a good majority of the Flash family, but still integral in the sense of his sort of like his advice and just in the fact that he was very much sort of like the first. So, um, yeah, once again, I don't know too much about him, but from the iterations that I have seen of him, um, when he shows up, it's for a reason and it's usually for a very good reason. Um, and I would say out of, yeah, out of all the Flash characters, he has the most realistic grounding. Once mm-hmm. again, comparing it to superheroes, but... Compared to the Speed Forest, he has a much more realistic grounding than literally everybody else in the Flash family. <laughs> yep. So. Well, we're going to step away from the Flash family, and we're going to go to a possible bigger headache, and I apologize in advance. Yep, yep. This, so, is, the, this is the migraine episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, normally on a lot of these, I like to talk about something that's referred to as the Amalgam Universe, where Marvel and DC 
put their characters together. They made a story of why this even happened or what what it it was fun and it was cool. A lot of these characters are like, what? Why? So I want to talk about a guy named Blaze Allen, aka Speed Demon. Can you guess the characters that I'm talking about that made this character? The, Speed the two Demon. Yes. Oh boy. Well, Bla- Blaze Allen. Blaze Allen. So the Barry Allen, obviously for the Flash, and then Blaze. Oh, I'm gonna feel really dumb if I don't guess it, but nothing's coming to mind. Uh, so he's an amalgam of three characters. Oh, okay. So it was a trick question. Great. Awesome. <laughs> sort of. The the demon part is one character. The speed is, you got it, Barry Allen. Yeah. The blaze is Johnny Blaze, a.k.a. the Ghost Rider. Oh, Ghost Rider. Uh, yeah, I knew I would feel dumb, but I didn't guess that. And here it is. <laughs> yeah. Now, the demon is Etrigan. Okay. So that's the third person. So Blaze Allen is the second of three speed demons. Hmm. Jay Garrick is one of them, and and his nephew, uh, Wally West, is the other. Uh No shocker there, to be honest. So, Blaze Allen was an amateur mystic who... His soul was almost taken by this this guy, Night Spectre. Night Spectre is a combination of the Spectre from DC, who is the God's Man of Vengeance, and Nightmare. Oh, okay. Marvel's Nightmare. So he wanted to take Blaze's soul because, I don't know, why not? What's a demon guy going to do? Yeah. He doesn't. Blaze marries that world's Iris because apparently Barry Allen and all the multiverses gets together with Iris, I guess. I don't know. The one consistent throughout all of this. (laughs) Yeah, right. But Iris's soul was taken by the Night Spectre. Blaze was bonded to Etrigan by Merlin so he could fight the Night Spectre and... Reclaim the souls that he stole. The way Blaze summons Speed Demon, he says, Gone, gone, O form of man, arise the demon Etrigan. Which is something that DC's Etrigan's host has to say when they want to switch. So that was consistent and I liked it. Now, I'm sure a lot of you are like, well, what are his powers? Literally everything Johnny Blaze can do and Barry Allen can do. So speed and de- hellfire and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he just looks like, I mean, it was this is a 90s creation, so he's got a lot of spikes and, like, leather and stuff. But his, his head is, like, Etrigan's head but a skull, and it's on fire. But I'm thinking to myself, and his hands are, like, bony hands. But I'm thinking to myself, like, that's terrifying. Like, oh, yeah. I'm already scared of Etrigan coming after me and maybe Ghost Rider. But now you're, like, put those two together and give him Speed Force powers? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Yeah, you're not it's... even able to see him. It's like, what? Yeah, it's, one again, one of those, like, very, very powerful amalgams, no pun intended, that just sort of, like, you know, once again, plot armor's not even necessary, just because there's just so much going on, just with a combination of three beings in one person. Right. Obviously, the amalgam universe kind of exists in, like, a pocket universe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it exists really with DC. It exists more with Marvel because Marvel's yeah. usually better with that kind of stuff. It's like, all right, listen, we have pocket universes. We have a, yeah. I know in our past, previous episodes, we have a pocket multiverse in in a in a universe. Like I don't understand. Yeah, they're they're like little versions of the multiverse essentially, where it's like they are technically part of the multiverse, but everything there happens only that one time. So yeah, once again, it's still an alternate, but at the same time, it's like a separate little vignette as it is. Yeah, it's like all yeah right. And we and this is the same guy who he actually fought Two Faced Goblin, who we spoke about in previous episodes. So now, okay, I want to return to 
just the DC stuff. Because this was our only like little dive into Marvel that we're going to do this episode because it's an amalgam character. And honestly, we're hitting you guys with so much as it is, just with the Speed Force, so... <laughs> well, get some ice for this for your headache, because this is going to break... It might break your brains even more. Officially. <laughs> yep. So, Chris, remember when I said DC tried to limit themselves to just 52 Earths? Oh, yes, I do remember, Zach. So apparently they, did, they, they didn't have rules on not adding an entire other multiverse. <laughs> yeah, that little loophole right there. So, for everyone who's like, what? Let me explain. There are 52 Earths on the positive multiverse. 53, kind of. On the positive multiverse. Apparently, there is a dark side to it. Like like the other side of a coin. But these Earths don't live as long. They literally, they come into existence, and then they die prematurely. There's really nothing confirmed of why. But a lot of, a lot of fans they say it's because on these earths these hero there's heroes who go who become villains so they tip the scales of balance of the of the universe poorly to the point that they just they just die prematurely like there are there were tales of because there were there were tales of the dark multiverse that they had recently there was one where lois lane after with the death of superman lois lane bonded with the eradicator and became a dark villainous superwoman there was one where batman was hush yeah yeah so and so it's literally just a hero became a villainous so i want to talk about another combo character red death this is bruce wayne and barry allen Ooh, okay i'm not familiar with this character actually yeah so he was he's very recent like oh, okay gotcha 2016 17 like not like not that long ago oh wow okay. so he's yeah he's from earth negative 52 here we go yep and there is a reason why the all the why there's a dark multiverse there's a world forger there's a good one and a bad one as one makes you know dreams the other one makes nightmares basically it's the whole thing. If you want to know about it, I'll give you some recommendations to read of like what the heck are you <laughs> what the heck are you talking about? So, Earth negative fifty two. Bruce Wayne, Batman, right? He's been mm-hmm. Batman on this earth, as you as he normally is. He has gotten I wanna say the equivalent the easiest equivalent I can give is Batman vs Superman, Ben Affleck Batman, where he just was, you know, shooting people and stuff, he didn't care. Yep. He was kinda at that point of like Gotham has taken such a toll on me. I have no more of my family left. Like, all his Robins and Batgirl are dead. He's now being more violent. He's like, I can't take this anymore. I need help. Barry, you need to help me. Barry's mm-hmm. like, listen, I, I can't travel back in time and save your family because that will have ramifications that we don't know about. We can, we won't know. Bruce is not taking no for an answer. He beats up on Barry, which, you know, you're like, how do you beat up on Barry? Well, you use the rogues, his, his enemy's weapons against him. But it's Bruce Wayne's intelligence behind these weapons, so he can he gets a handle on it. So he takes Barry and forces him to travel into the Speed Force with him. With Barry strapped to the hood of the Batmobile that has pieces of the cosmic treadmill into it. Oh my god. <laughs> and when they go into the into Speed Force, they die. Yeah. They turn literally they turn into skeletons and they're gone. When they come out, it looks like a suit of armor, red, he's got wings lightning wings but they're also kind of bat wings and he's got a bat symbol that's made out of two lightning bolts that's kind of split in the middle bruce wayne is in charge right but barry's still there he's in the background he's in his sub he's in his brain he just is pushed down right bruce wayne goes throughout his world and kills all of his villains and by kills i mean scarecrow's about to kill two people 
He comes flying in with a fist right in his solar plexus, and he just gets cut in half. Absolutely annihilated. Yeah, like, wow. yeah, like oh, Penguin's being a bad guy? Phase him into the ice halfway yeah. through. Just <laughs> phase him in there. Joker, gone. Bane, get out of here. Like, it's insane. And, but meanwhile, his Earth still is dying, and he's like, well, I can't save this. All right? So he gets approached by another Dark Multiverse Batman. I don't want to spoil who that is, because I'm hoping we'll be able to speak about him on a later episode. And we mm-hmm. definitely will, especially if we do his half. So everybody in the Dark Multiverse is kind of a hero mixed with either another, either with a villain or another hero. Yeah. That's just, I don't, for some reason, that's how it goes. <sighs> so he I mean, was approached. Yeah, so he was approached by this other Batman to go to the positive multiverse to pull it down and basically switch places in a way. So like, hey, listen, you can have an Earth, you can have an Earth, and it won't die on you. Look at that. Huh. This is how he comes to the positive multiverse. Yeah. He's as fast as Flash, but also but he's got red lighting and he's got speed force bats that he makes <laughs> that just age people. Oh my god. Like I I don't I don't get it. It's it's so funny. It's like, all right, yeah, we get it. You're also Batman. So it's Barry's speed and powers, but Bruce Wayne's intelligence. Like, that's terrifying. Oh, yeah. I love that whenever Batman gets mixed with someone, it's always brought up, like, <laughs> Bruce Wayne's intelligence, just because that in itself is such a dumb skill. But then you sort of combine it, and he turns into the Red Death amalgam, and it's, yeah, it's just OP as hell, just like right. as it is. Which a lot of you are like, oh, I'm sure some of you are like, all right, how do you fight him? Well, well they fought them, obviously, because they're going, they were trying to do, you know, something about the multiverse, take it over, blah, 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 blah. They were, they, oh God, all right. They captured a baby universe. I don't understand how you do that. I don't really want to know. It just mm-hmm. happened, lack thereof, yes. Yep. He was blasted by positive energy from this baby universe and you're thinking you know a lot of you are thinking like oh he died no his suit got turned gold and barry allen was able to take take over the body he literally switched with the barry allen that he was bonded with that is yep. geez it's just, but, it's just like oh my head <laughs> yeah so he helped the heroes you know get away at that point and he's he turns to his former companions he's like all right i'm gonna take you all on the leader of the dark knights is like you know Red Death, why do you think we let you go after the, the baby multiverse? You know, why do you think none of us are really worried about you being blasted with positive energy and being a hero? Hmm. Because positive energy in a dark multiverse body equals 404 error. Yeah, I was about to say, like a, like a, para, a paradox. Okay. It's, a paradox. it's like matter plus antimatter equals nothing. Yeah. They literally disintegrated in front of them. And they're like, wow. yeah, that's a cool that's, experiment. Yeah, that's All right, let's keep going on with our day. Huh. <laughs> honestly as far as like how that could have resolved itself that kind of works out you know it's just from like how sort of like he was created in the first place to sort of like his very fitting end and i'm sure we'll definitely talk about the the, the dark multiverse stuff on later episodes yes it is very confusing but they still are doing currently dc is coming to the end of what is called Dark Knight's Metal, Death Metal. It's, an, it's kind of a sequel event related to, to the Dark Knight's Metal. It's starting to look like a reboot. A lot mm-hmm. of people think it's going to be a reboot, mm-hmm. like, a, like a New 52 kind of a reboot. So I think that's why they were like, you know what? Let's just pull out all the stops and just go crazy with this. Yeah. Why not? You know, but honestly, Death Metal is a great set of issues. They yeah, are they a fantastic. A of oh, yeah. Yep. That's, wow, that's, that's some flashes. Oh. 
jeez, and somehow we got through it in like only an hour. And I think that's just because we didn't have an audience and we can't take questions because like <laughs> that is just wow, 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 wow. And I think this is sort of like one of the reasons I don't know that much about the Flash because like every time I've tried to enter into it, it's just like. Oh yeah, physics, but no physics at all. And also, there's a negative version of physics, and you know, Batman's here, and like all this other stuff, and sort of uh, taking that into account. But that being said, the Flash is still a very interesting character, and he has some really cool abilities. You know, whatever version it is, you know, whether it's Thawne or Jay or Wally or Barry or whoever. You know, that that being said, uh, the whole sort of enigma. Of the speed force is a little bit difficult to sort of get into but yep. you need to get into it with the knowledge of that you're not gonna totally understand it it's like kind of one of those like being comfortable with the unknown type thing which yes. is also just like in a concept itself just kind of hard to grasp yes and then also understand when it comes to flashes they might interact with different versions of themselves, their future selves, their past selves, whatever. Who knows? And yes, you're like, well, wouldn't that be a paradox? Apparently, no, because it was supposed to happen already. I don't... Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but I think... Is, yeah. So convoluted. And then I think a lot of people are like, all right, well, these guys are heroes. You know, how bad can bending physics be? If I could just... Because I know we spoke about him a while ago. So there, there's another... There's a fourth flash. I'm not, we're not. We'll talk about him on another Flash episode because I'm sure we'll have another one. Yeah, we're gonna need a break too. <laughs> yes, because you, you're gonna need a. We're gonna need a few episodes then get into a part two of Flashes. The fourth Flash was defeated. Yeah, okay. this is all pre New Fifty Two. Okay. He was killed by his version of Reverse Flash, which was just a clone of him and Eobardthon. I don't understand it again. Future technology, whatever. Who cares? Huh. <laughs> While he came back from. Basically, what I can amount to family vacation with his wife and his kids in another dimension. Again, Flash, whatever. Yeah. He comes back and people and his friends tell tell him about this because the fourth Flash is related to him in in some way. He's pissed, right? Obviously. Hello, you just you killed a, a good friend of mine and a relative. He's yeah. pissed, so he goes after this reverse this other evil Flash, right? The other evil Flash is kind of a ki- is is a kid. Because he was cloned from the fourth Flash at a younger age. And he was stuck that way. So he's like, what are you going to do? Kill me? You're a hero. You don't kill, especially not kids. Mm. By kid, I mean like, I don't know, I want to go with like 14-ish. Yeah. I mean, still a kid. Yeah. So Wally's like, no, there are fates worse than death. He took this man's speed. And by <laughs> take his speed, I mean, okay. It would take him years to blink once. Wow. And you know what he did with him? I'm kind of scared to ask. He put him on display as a statue in the Flash Museum. Oh, oh, dude. And he put him in a way so he's staring at the statue of the man he killed. Yeah. So it's like you will now forever see the face of the man you killed and why you are this way. Why you're stuck this way. Yeah. Wow, that, that's that's a whole different level of uh, breaking the speed force once again. Yep. <laughs> once again, somehow, they managed to do it another time. Here we are. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. I mean, that's cool, though. Honestly, it's like, terrifying. I don't hate that. It's terrifying, but it's, like, really cool. 
it's like, all right, how do I stop somebody who would kill again? Uh, don't let him move. Yeah, exactly. Done. You don't have the, the option to <laughs> get the direct link to what it is that they need to kill somebody. Yep. So, reading recommendations, because we at that point. Barry Allen, read anything Justice League, anything Flash, and most major events in DC, he's there. Reverse Flash, most of the Flash books. I mean, he's the nemesis. <laughs> he's not really going to appear anything else. Yeah, he's all around. Yeah, he might be in some Justice League books, um, but he's mostly with Flash. Want to read some Wally, Redhead Wally West? Justice League, up until New 52. So I say up until 2010. And then if you want to read about him after 50, New 52, which is referred to as Rebirth, Flash, and Titans. Who also, I say this, Wally West and Barry Allen both exist in the same timeline now, but they're both called The Flash. Oh. Yeah, to make it to, to just to make it a little bit more clear for you, you know. Yeah, just yeah. I mean, listen, one's in the Justice League, one's in the Titans, but you know, again, that's yeah. not confusing at all. Yeah, exactly. Sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. My 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 thing is, I don't, Wally West, he's the Flash. I should say, excuse me, isn't exactly my forte. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, he, that, that doesn't diminish him as a character. You know, we kind of harp on the Speed Force, and we're gonna keep harping on the Speed Force just because, as a concept, it's you know it's just crazy as is. You know, just to use a different word for all the other confusing words that I've used to describe the confusing nature that is the Speed Force and things like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 they're good reads, especially if you're interested in time and just like the multiverse, just like as it is. Mm-hmm. I would encourage people to read uh, the Flashpoints. I would encourage you guys to read Death Metal for sure, uh, because that gives and you Dark sort of, Metal and Dark Metal. Yep, because that gives you a good look at sort of the opposites and things like that. Um, but yeah, no, I mean Flash, he's a confusing character, but if you can align with him, he's he's a really good one. He's also just very enjoyable, very sarcastic, very smart. Things of yeah. that nature. You want to read so. Jay Garrick, the Hermes hat, not the New 52 one. Read anything JSA or Justice Society of America. He was in the flash, some flash books up until 2011. Afterwards, so roughly around Rebirth, current comics, he's in Batman Flash, The Button. He's in the, currently in Death Metal and also in a bit of the, the Justice League books. That lead up to Death Metal. And uh, yeah, so Speed uh, Speed Demon. Just read Speed Demon by Malcolm Comics. And I'm going to tell you, I'm not telling you pirate stuff, but it's easier, <laughs> it's easier to read anything Amalgam online. It is super sure. difficult to find them in person. And honestly, once again, you can usually find PDFs. You don't need to pirate yeah. stuff. It's usually no it's, pre- it's pretty easy to get the content you're looking for. You just got to find the right site. Yeah, even you can even buy them if, digitally if they if they are up there digitally. That's true. Wanna, there is also the digital copies. Yep. Yeah, you want to read Red Death? Read the Dark Knight's Metal Event and the Red Death tie-in, which is his origin story. That's going on my list. I really want to read more about Red Death. That's going on my list. Yep. Red That's Death awesome. is a cool guy. I actually have his pop figure. Oh really? That's yep. awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, but. I don't know. My my recommendations are just sort of what I said earlier, you know, sort of with the dark metal, the death metal. Um, you know, if you're really interested in reading about like Eobard Thawne and stuff like that, you really don't have to look very hard at all to find him. Because once again, he's alive and dead at the same time, pretty much all the time. <laughs> so, it's you know, if, if you're reading something about the Flash, more than likely Thawne's going to show up in at least one issue just because that's his nature. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, check out death metal, check out dark metal. 
Um, and honestly, I don't know anything about it, but clearly check out Red Death, because that is, seems like a very interesting comic if you have not done so. But uh, yeah, that's the Speed Force. That's the Flash. That's how it is. And I don't know. You, you got any final words of wisdom or clarification before we end this here about the Speed Force there, Zach? Or do you think you did the best you could with what you had? Uh, if you're in a room with a bunch of chemicals, make sure the windows are closed or a lightning bolt might get in. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect advice. Perfect advice. Yeah. Stay away from lightning, kids, and dangerous chemicals. Yeah. (laughs) Especially both of them at the same time. Oh, yeah, because, you know, next thing you know, you might have superpowers. God forbid. Uh, But, yeah, for real. Uh, That was The Flash, and I really enjoyed that, even though it's confusing. It's always fun to talk about confusing things and sort of throw your physics brain and just your matter brain out the window when you're discussing this kind of stuff. It's a fun way to let go, even though it is confusing. But, yeah. That was The Flash. This was Forgotten Heroes. Thank you for having me, Zach. I thoroughly enjoyed it. You're welcome, Chris. Absolutely. See you all next, in, the, in the next episode. Let's do it.